0: I'm Charlie Blair Elephant, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorillo. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, it's the 9th of December 2019. It is incredible how fast this year has gone for me. Um, I'll bring this gentleman in momentarily, but we got the great Clarence Bass on here with us for our second time, which I couldn't be more pleased, but let me tell you, Albany is dark, dark, and rainy, rainy after we had over almost 22 inches of snow last weekend through Monday and Tuesday. Absolutely incredible. It's warm out, uh, but real slippery. So, I mean, there's a lot of ice on the ground, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like everything. It's winter here. You get through it. Um, first thing, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable because if you're you're going to hear this on today's show too. All the shows are ringing a format now because of the way I'm rewiring my brain. Whether it's through instruction, uh, reading, talking to different people that are far better in this realm than I am, we're going to have a gentleman on in January. He's one of the biggest people in, I call it, the thought, the experience field, how to change it. We're going to have Joseph Rodriguez on here. Wait till you hear this gentleman. You talk about a gem. I can't wait till he's on. And he goes through every great author that's ever written a book. That's some of the stuff he does. And when you hear his story, that's the thing here, inspire. But when you get inspired, you take action and you have faith that's unbreakable. And I love all that stuff. I'm living it. I lived it. And I'm going to keep living it until you see both of these companies, multi-million in Forbes. And it will happen, believe me, when I tell you. I'm that confident of my abilities. And the people that come in here, like Clarence Bass, gentlemen has been around for a long, long time. You're not going to buy that knowledge just in one volume of a book. When you hear gentlemen and ladies like Clarence speak here, This is very valuable. Why? Not only are they authentic, but they're living this life, and they have lived this life. That's the difference between motivation and muscle in most of these talk shows out there. I'm not a trendy guy at all. If I see something I like and I'm doing it, yeah, I'll bring it to the forefront, but I'm not going to do it to sell books or clothes or anything like that. We're going to be around for the next 50 years I have a lot of pride in what I do, and I have standards here, and if you haven't learned that by now, you're going to if you stick with us. Number two, go out to uh, fiorellobarbellco.com. Uh, check out our blog, which is incredible, and also, too, we have one product out there called Winners and Champions. It's downloadable. It's digital download. Um, there's enough material in there. If you like sandbag lifting, stone lifting, power rack work, high shrugs, you name it, it's out there and you can make a lifetime journey with it. There's plenty of things to get you where you want to go. Also too, another way to is to invest in both companies, FBC and M&M. We have a prosperity conscious page and there's a 25, 50 and $100 investment. I said investment. Because you're investing in a future here that I know how much it's helped so many people out there. That's not a lot of money, okay, number one. You're getting quality with everybody on here. But the thing is, I've had people looking in here, and we've got somebody coming in here to do some major marketing in January to start. And all I'm hearing from these people is you got to charge, you got to charge. I don't charge for the show, and I tell you why. Because I have a product out there that's worthwhile to purchase. You can invest in here, and you know we are so protein, or are so conscious with what we have here. We have over 1,200 podcasts already. I was telling somebody that the other day that was asking about everything here. They couldn't believe in the limited amount of time I've been on the air to have that money. Well, I am driven and I'm very, very, I love what I do. That's why we're doing this stuff. And we want to keep putting our brand out there. So there's an opportunity to come in here and give to us. That's what prosperity conscious is. It's all about. If you're really interested go out and read about it, you give, 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 but you give back. That's how the world works. The more you give out, the more it's going to come back to you, and I totally believe that, and I know it is because I see what's happening here with so many different things. Also, to go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Clarence and I have one already done. The second one will be done. It will be up this week, so we'll have two together, and I hope for we're doing it together for a long, long time. Great stuff. Also, to sign up for our free newsletter on motivationmuscle.com goes right out to my MailChimp account, and you know how content-rich we are. You'll get tons of stuff in your inbox. Also, another way to come in here and invest in these companies, invest right on MotivationMuscle.com. Come on in here. Advertise with us. Our... um, downloads are blowing through the roof now we are getting so popular all over i couldn't be happier you go out and look at our etched in stone page and our etched in stone for kids page out on facebook with fiorello barbell co and motivation muscle i mean i can't believe the amount of people that are coming in well i can believe it you work hard you put out a good product you attract people you know what you think about most is going to come at you whether you want it or not that's a great earl nightingale talking also too Our YouTube page, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Go out there, check that out. But right now, we are going to introduce Clarence. Number one, he is an American writer, a fitness expert, retired lawyer. He is also best known for his book and DVD series, Ripped, which chronicle his fitness, including becoming a past 40 bodybuilding champion. He was also a writer for, Mo, for Muscle and Fitness, where he had a question and answer column. And I didn't put it in there, but if you go back and listen to our first show, he was quite an Olympic lifter, too. Um, anybody that knows about Olympic lifting, you got to be very, very strong, fast, coordinated, et cetera, et cetera. So that's one other pedigree we'll add to Clarence when I do the next show. On that note, Clarence Bass, welcome back to the show, my friend. It's an honor. Thanks for, having, thanks for having me back. It's my honor to have you back. Um, give out any way our f- family can get a hold of you, you know, social media, website, etc., cetera, et cetera, and we will start the show, please. The best place is our website. It's very simple,
1: CBass.com, C-B-A-S-S.com. C is for Clarence. People have trouble spelling Clarence, so we simplify it, CBass.com. Uh, We've been there since 1996. Uh, We have articles in 10 different categories. We're within a couple of 500 right now. We update every month with new information, new articles. Uh, It's basically what we do. It's a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have success stories. We have news items. uh, We have fact pages. It's just full of information, just about any topic that you can think of. You'll find it discussed in one way or another on our website, cbass.com.
0: Awesome. And I'll tell you what, this is going to coincide with so many things we talk about. Today, we're going to talk about just the facts. And I thought of that the other day. I I sent a note to, well, Clarence initially sent me a note to verify today's show. I, I went back to him. I said, is there anything on your mind you want to hit? he's like, I'd rather have you send it to me that way. Well, I didn't send it to him. He he didn't want to know it. It's better if I sprung it on him right now. And I did just before we came on. Now, we live in an age where there's an awful lot of um, information out there. Some good, some not so good, some stuff that it shouldn't even be allowed. But I'm not a guy that's going to tell you you can't do it. I don't censor people. Other than if you came on here and the language was insane or you're insulting people, I won't put up with any of that stuff. But otherwise, it's pretty much a free-for-all here because um, I like people to act how they normally are. Uh, that's why I don't send people ten questions. Uh, and there's been a lot of people that haven't come on before that. How are you going to have a spontaneous show if I'm sending you ten 10- I can questions and that's not my style either but there's so many misnomers out there about physical culture and 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 I don't have to explain that to Clarence because he knows what physical culture is he was all in that era when those words came out and even before him but that's what I call it um you know I might say well weightlifting. we can call it, you can put it in categories but when it comes down to it my belief of Physical culture is mind body, and they call it spirit. I call it faith because, as I said before, when the chips are down, when you come out with something that sounds so off the rails, most people, once again, are going to tell you, Well, you're not going to be able to do it, or it won't work, or six months down the road, they're going to say, Well, I told you so, etc., etc. Now, I'm going to answer that question and I'm going to say a couple more things. I want to get it right to Clarence. Is this? I've learned this the hard way, and this is going to be something that's going to help anybody and everybody out who's either running a business or starting one, because I've had, I've had a lot of lumps in the road, and I still do. I mean, failure is the next sequence in my life to success, and here's what I'll tell you all. Don't tell anybody what you're doing till you've done it. Why? Because I just stated, it will it'll alleviate a lot of pain. And that's what you want to do. You know, what I say to people now is this. How's the businesses going? The businesses are going great. There's gold dust sprinkled around me every day. Right now, I feel like it's all around me. You say that to them, and they kind of look a little bit, and then they all say to me, this is what they said, well, I'm glad for you. That cuts it right off. But on the facts, here's the facts, folks. If you're going to come in and start to be a physical culturist, and this is where clarence's background and everything especially the olympic lifting come in the first movement people are going to argue this night and day but i love the squat now the squat can be a front squat which is more towards the olympic style lifting back squat we know there's all types you can overload you can train it in the power rack from all different points in the rack or you just do them free out of a set of squat stands but i would tell you If you are alone, you're better off if you can find a power rack just for the safety. Because if you get caught under a bar, you could be in some big trouble. So take that into consideration. But I'm going to start that right off with a squat. It's all yours, Clarence. I wrote a fact on our website
1: about why New Year's resolutions don't work. Yeah. And, of course, people bite off more than they can chew. Yep. And within a month or so, they're back to doing what they were doing before. So you have to start out one step at a time and and then build on success. You can't build on failure so that if they have a big resolution and they fall flat on their face, uh, they're pretty much done. Yeah. But say they're just starting out. Well, a good thing would be to... Uh, Pick one thing to start on. Maybe you would start out by by walking on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Maybe walk 30 minutes a day, five days a week. When you get to feeling better, you see that really works. Then you can uh, you can move on up, walk a little more, uh, start doing some hills. When that works, you might come to a point where you want to start a weight training routine. And you don't want to bite off more than you can chew. There, you can get a good full-body weightlifting routine, doing about five different exercises by focusing on on multi m, 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 multi muscle exercises, like doing the squat. You mentioned mm-hmm. that that trains just about all all of the muscles in your lower body your your hips, your lower back, your quads, everything. So, picking exercises like that that are multi-joint instead of single-joint, and you can start out maybe thirty minutes twice a week. Yep. You don't you don't want to start out too much, and then you want to feel around for things that you enjoy, because no program is any good if you won't keep doing it. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide what you, the things that you're what works best is what you do best. I found out pretty early that I was more of a strength guy than an endurance guy. Mm-hmm. I found that my dad brought home a barbell when I was in the fifth grade for himself. But it turned out that he didn't use it much. But, but I started and I've never stopped. Uh, I'm 82 years old now, so that's a pretty damn long time. Hell yeah. But I changed the focus for about the first 20 years. I focused on Olympic lifting and then I decided I'd pretty much topped out there. So I looked around for something else. And I had judged at the past 40 Mr. America contest. And, and I saw the guys that were competing there. And I thought, you know, maybe I I can do pretty well there. So I changed my focus. Yep. And I it took me a couple of years. I had been to the Loveless Medical Center, which is a place in Albuquerque where they or tested the original astronauts. And they had called me in there as somebody who was primarily a strength trainer. Mm -hmm. What they were looking for is the best form of exercise to allow the the astronauts to tolerate weightlessness in space. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time I had my body fat measured. And I I, I found that my body fat was 2.4%. Wow. I didn't know what the hell that meant, but they explained to me that most people my age were about 25% fat. Yeah. And they were getting fatter all the time. So that kind of began my, my study of that. And of course, that, that applied to preparing for, for the bodybuilding contest, the over 40 contest, because I already had a lot of muscle, but I had to get any excess weight off in order to make it show. And I did. I, I won my own my my class in the past 40, Mr. America. And a couple of years later or the next year I won the most muscular man in the, in the past 40, um, USA. So, and then I went on, but anyway, the idea is one step at a time. Yeah. Hold on
0: success. Yeah. Well, you know what, Clarence, you, you made, you made some great points here. Number one, when you said earlier, you know, Grab five movements. You know, start slowly. This is, this is where I think a lot of this is lost, and we've already hit on this, but it deserves to be said again. A lot of the things we talked about, the basics, okay, well, let's, let's just go squat, deadlift. You know, being an Olympic lifter, you and I, I'm sure, share, we love overhead. But the thing is now in today's world, and I know it's not everywhere, but I know when I train uh, young athletes here that are playing high school football, they really don't have a clue. Um, How do you squat properly? How do you pull properly? How do you press properly? Have you ever used a set of dumbbells, et cetera, et cetera? And that, to me, is where everything's lost right now. These are the facts. You build the foundation before you start putting the house on top of the foundation. You mentioned that a number of times here. But it's not mentioned enough. You go in these places. They want to start you. I know a lot of stuff now, and I do it. That's one of the main things I do is strong, man. So you see now the trend is gone even through the high school level where – and they're all fine movements, tire flipping, farmer's walk carries of all kinds. Great. But if you don't have the base for this stuff, it, to me, you're not going to learn it in a football season. This is a lifelong thing. I mean, you could attest to it. You took your father's weights that he was going to use, and you've capitalized for decades now. But whether you knew this or not, and this is something I want to say because I'm going to ask you this, right, and you can comment on anything I'm saying here. I believe, I'm talking me now, I believe instinctually I had this in me. And maybe we all do, but I've said this before. When we went over to my Aunt Gloria's in Connecticut, my father and I, and we picked up a wooden bench my Uncle Will built, who was a master carpenter, and a leaky sand weight set that probably was no more than 55 pounds. I remember when we brought it down in my basement. And I remember the first time I touched that bar, I swear to you, Clarence, it was like somebody fired a shot of electricity right through my brain. And I was like, holy cow, this is where I belong. I played sports my whole life, everything. It never measured up to put my hands around that one-inch bar that people would say, it's worthless. Well, I'm here to tell you it's not worthless. But that's why I want to ask you a comment on anything. But the main question here is this. In your case, you were young like me. Was it instinctual, you think, when you touched that bar? Do you think you already had it in there? I think it's a very interesting question. Take it away, my friend. I've I've always said that I think picking up my dad's
1: barbell was the most important thing I've ever done. It set the, the pattern for my life. And within my body was responding to that within a couple of years. I was was clearly getting stronger. So success makes you, makes you continue. Failure makes you stop, makes you give up. By the time I got to high school, uh, they had a competition called the pentathlon. It was a strength and and endurance contest. It was push-ups, chin-ups, barbell, jump reach, Three hundred yard shuttle run, and the fellow that lived across the street from me won that uh, one the state title there when I was a sophomore. And I went to an uh, an assembly where he was uh, he, he was focused uh, and, and admired, uh, recognized for having won that, mm-hmm. and and it was because I'd been training. With a, for the last several years, and made me think that maybe I could do that too. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 and I, but I was starting to get strong, and I went out the next year for the pentathlon. And a key thing was the, uh, the, the coach t- told me, do not lift weights. Athletes don't lift weights. Yep. Well, I already knew from reading Strength and Health magazine and from my own experience that that wasn't right. So I I continued to lift. I think he was very glad that I did because I, <laughs> yep. I won the state championship. Yep. But that, but he was a good guy. But that that was the way they felt about about weight training you know, muscle bound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you you're saying now, uh, every athlete and every sport except maybe ping pong, they're doing strength training that makes them better athletes. Yep, it's amazing success, but. It was success first with my dad's barbell, getting a little stronger, seeing that I was stronger than, or I was getting stronger than my buddies, and then seeing the fellow across the street um, lauded for winning the pentathlon. And I, so I, if I hadn't had that beginning, I wouldn't have thought, gee, I might be able to win that, win that c- competition myself, or at least go out for it. Yep. So you have to do it that way, one step at a time.
0: Why are so people you afraid? Of, you think are afraid of success? What would you? How would you classify that? <laughs> I, I don't know how to answer that. I, I, uh, I. You know I, how I
1: would say it myself. I it depends on. I, I've never thought of being afraid
0: of success. I
1: success is a good
0: thing. It is a good thing, but you know what? I think it is more than anything in my. Uh, Determination and hearing different people and talking to them—it's all fear-based. It's it, you know they're afraid to fail, but they're afraid of success too, and it is a mindset that you have to learn and cultivate and get stronger and stronger with. Because you and I both know, you're not going to have any success, especially with weightlifting. I mean, I don't know if people really understand a degree of how rough that stuff is. I mean, I've talked about. Bars freezing to my throat. I've talked about, you know, carrying a, a, a stone on my chest when it's cold out, freezing to my skin. We'd be out lifting my Hoosier Steel bar or Hoosier Steel stones in snowstorms where it'd be in mid shin and it was so cold and snowy, we'd be walking down my driveway barely and hardly being able to hold the stone because your flannel shirt. Is icing up, and when you're trying to carry cold steel, it might be a little difficult. But I want to tell everybody: I'm not telling anybody to go out and do that. But what I am telling you is this: when we talk about facts, here's a fact: when you can brave anything like that and be successful with it, in what way are you not going to uh, prosper from that? The thing not- you want, the thing that you want to think about is the
1: only. The only competitor that counts is you, yep. and if you make progress, you're a success. Yep. Uh, later on, I, I I took up competitive indoor rowing, mm-hmm. and I went to my first contest up in up in Arizona, and there was, it was a, at that time that the, the main competitive distance was twenty five hundred meters, and I thought it was pretty good, but I had no reason to think that I could beat everybody up there so i just went up there with the idea with with that competition motivating me to improve yeah and and, and i did i did improve and one of the one of the competitors up there was a uh, a woman uh, i i found out later she was on on the varsity rowing team okay and she was about my size, and she had a better time than I did. <laughs> so that gave me something to look at. If she could do it, I figured, you know, I must be able. I sh- surely I can do a little more than I've done now. Yep. So I'm using her as my as my goal, within about three weeks, I I improved my my time by about twenty seconds, twenty five seconds. So you have to do that, finding people that are just a little better than you are. Let them motivate you, but remember that that the only competitor that counts, and this is very important, if you're talking about a lifetime of training like like, like I have done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're, you, everybody's not going to be an Arnold. You have got to pick your parents really good to be an Arnold. An Arnold. <laughs> yep. But but you have you can improve if you if you're if you're consistent and continue to challenge yourself. Find things you enjoy. Look for stuff you're good at. And then remember, you're the only competitor that that really
0: counts. Yeah, and you've got all fine points there. I agree with you hundred percent, but you know what? you have the you have the competitive spirit in you. There's no doubt about it. I mean, let's face it, you're in your 80s now, and you still talk uh, like a guy that's 40, four, 35. You're talking about, you, you're you talking a young man's game to me, all right? Most people, you and I both know, I've got friends that are like my age, 40, all right? And what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I'm just going to sit around, drink some beers. I'm saying to myself, didn't you do that 25 years ago? 20 years ago, I mean, it hasn't changed. And I've told you, I think on the last show, you know, you'll run into people you haven't seen in like 10 years, and they'll say to me, you're still lifting? I'm like, what? Uh, You know, and it's like they make it sound like it's from here to to Venus. I said, absolutely. I said, I never lifted to lift for a year. This is my lifestyle. This is physical culture. And they kind of look at you. And at that point, you say, hey, I'll talk to you soon and you leave. Because when you're going out there and you're building your arsenal, you know, like I've said, started with sand in a wooden bench, if you've seen my place here now, your eyeballs would drop out of your head. Why? Because I loved what I was doing so much. And I was so interested in so many other things, whether it was learning sandbags. You know how many cement stones I've built here? it blow your mind when you walk down my driveway and see my stones. Uh, the steel stones I designed, we've made four of them here that have the exact dimensions of the great Húsafell stone in Iceland where I've been twice. Why? Because it's always something to be creative with, something to think about. I, I say that on all these shows. you got to learn to think. Don't let others think for you. Go out and make the mistakes you make. But every mistake, capitalize on that mistake. I've said on other shows, there's people that have hit rock bottom so many times and come back, they make a living out of this now. How? Well, something happens. They figure it out. They create a solution. There are people I know personally that go to these big companies and literally coach the upper end of these employees to teach them how to think through a problem. Now, wouldn't that be pretty much something that you would know how to do instinctual no it's not because most people I've even had them here I've had guys that I've trained with here I mean I'm talking big lifters I can't get this going I can't get that going I said number one there are no can'ts here there's only I can't so you've got to flush that terminology out of your subconscious mind right away Because if you don't, you're going to get the same response or worse coming at you. And these are the things, this is why I'm doing this rewiring. This is why we're talking about what's going on with the power rack and how I believe through the stresses of having to move things off rods and then doing an isometric push or a pull done properly We'll rearrange a lot of things. I mean, I know somebody, I've had people be like smart with me and say, you know, it's probably rearranging your bones and everything. It doesn't matter. Right now, Clarence doesn't know this. Some people don't. Right now, I've already, we're prototyping two different bars strictly for that challenge in the rack. You'd be amazed at what's going on with these bars and what happens with your body when you're using these bars. Because I got thinking, maybe there's another way I want to do it. So that's another thing. So that creative spirit comes out. And when I'm talking about these facts and all the things we're doing here and how we think and how we succeed and how we're around people that are better than us, and that's a very important thing that Clarence stated before. You have to get around people better than you i do that with my businesses i do that with the lifting other people are with me that might be equal or they're learning that's the way things work that's how you begin to build the facts this is how they talk a dossier building one you know you go in and look i've got notebooks from years and years ago of all the weights i used in the movements i don't throw them out It's all part of building this intense spirit to get to wherever you want to go and eventually you succeed. Why do you think people go to Clarence, all right? The guy succeeds, succeeds, succeeds. That's what people are looking for. Because you have to have people that are so success-driven and don't let the little things in life destroy them and keep coming back. When you can do that, you're going to have the facts you need to succeed. And one thing I'll say before I give it back to Clarence is this, get all the information you can gather that is obviously authentic and then start building it into the way you want to do it. Then you create your whole success driven route to wherever you want to go. It's all yours, Clarence. I think it's fair to say that as you mentioned
1: a while back, that People up, and if they've been active, they kind of tail off when, when they're forty years old. Yeah, and and really, that's about the worst mistake you can make because that's when weight training or or exercise becomes really important mm-hmm. because that's when the downtrend starts, and year after year, you get you get more and more out of shape, and your whole body just Kind of <laughs> turns the shit, so to speak. Yeah, you're right. But if you, but if you keep training and keep going, and I I i I've said this many times, but I think of it as an ever growing V, that as as the difference between the person that exercises and the person that doesn't becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, wider and wider and by each year that goes by. When you get to be my age, at me training at 82. And the person that stopped at 40 and 82, uh, there is an ocean of difference between the two of us. So the exercise becomes more and more important. But as I was saying before, you've got to find something that you enjoy, Mm -hmm. but something that allows you to, you have to challenge your, if you challenge your body will respond. If you don't challenge your body, it just slowly shrinks down if, if the biggest thing you're doing is lifting a beer can, <laughs> per, yeah. pretty soon that's about all you can do. Yeah. But if you keep pushing yourself, and you have to do it in a reasonable way, and, and and set little goals, but continue doing that, finding things that you enjoy, like I say, I'm moving on from from uh, bodybuilding to in- indoor rowing. Yep. Uh, uh, there's a, I may have mentioned this before, but. Concept two makes the the roar has a has a worldwide ranking. So for your age and for your heavyweight, lightweight, mm-hmm. men or women, so you can in your basement you can compete with somebody in Germany or in Japan. And so something like that it gives you some goals you can see what's possible, mm-hmm. and then that that helps you push forward in that. And it would be good if you were, or you knew you were pretty good at rowing, you liked it, but then you can find what all these people are doing. Yep. So it kind of elevates what you, what you see as possible.
0: Well, you know, that's interesting because it's, it, 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 we always say that it's great to share information and obviously like-minded people, but you know, I had read on your site, not that long ago, uh, testosterone, and we all know, Right now, it's the hot topic. If you watch any of the television, which I try not to, but there's one uh, car show I like that they do a lot of creative building and stuff, and I love all that kind of. I love metal, all that stuff. And they have, I don't know what his name was. He was a pro football or baseball player, and you know he's advertising some product that's going to, you know, make you the tea king of the world. And to me, what a joke! And I can imagine the money. And I had read on your site, obviously, you know, weightlifting and and getting your testosterone measured and all that. And this is a thing now that is going to keep getting bigger and bigger because, as we know, men, by the time they hit 40, and maybe even earlier now, they have more estrogen than their wives normally, which is not going to be good for you when we were just talking about getting off the couch getting the beer can out from in front of you, et cetera, et cetera, you know, living that sedentary life that is not going to do you well, you know, as Clarence said, get bigger, wider, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously we know when you are, especially kids with all the, uh, there's a lot of things they've been doing for years. You know, you hear doctors now talking about soy and every other thing. Um, You know, Clarence, the thing is right now we live in an age where we really don't have to go out and gather our food. You know, we don't have to go out and do the things we used to do years and years and years ago, especially like farms, you know, farming. Generations of kids followed their grandparents, their own parents, et cetera, et cetera. And you had this, you know, this man strength you know which i always loved watching contractors when i was a kid you watch them build i used to love to watch the guys that would be black topping you know they're even if they weren't big big i mean these people are muscular strong they could put you know the rubber right to the road but now in a lot of ways we have faltered because of that what do you think at this point i mean I know what you said in the article about the testosterone measuring and all that, and obviously we know what weight training can do and how I still believe it's the fountain of youth, and I believe the squat is the fountain of youth. That's what I believe. But tell everybody out there, you know, we're talking about facts and stuff. What is your feeling at this point? You know, a 40-year-old guy that's got, you know, almost a nine-month-looking belly out in front of him, has no energy. Obviously, he's having trouble probably in the bedroom. What do you feel at this point? What's a good recipe to begin success now?
1: Well, you hear a lot of ads on television about to go to this doctor, go to that doctor and see what your testosterone is, and they'll fix it for you. Yep. That's what we want. We want a quick fix and we want to take a pill or take a shot. But what what they don't realize is that strength training is one of the best ways to maintain your cholesterol, yep. <laughs> your your testosterone. Yep. When I go to the Cooper Clinic, they measure my my testosterone and, and my testosterone is about twice what it is for the normal person my age exactly that's because the best way to keep your testosterone keep keep, keep your testosterone up is strength training challenge yep. your body yep. your, your, when you strength train your your muscles talk to every organ in your body and if you, if you need if you're doing something that requires testosterone your body will make it mm. but if you're not doing anything that requires testosterone it's going to go down and as you say you have you have problems, but the solution is not not to here take this pill or take this shot. It's it's to do regular weight training. And I my my I, I report my number I, when I go to the Cooper Clinic. I go about what they're the leaders in preventive medicine. Yep. I go about every eighteen months, and I when I write an article when I come back every time about what my results are. And one of the things is it is the testosterone and I had not started having my testosterone measured till I started going there, but now I have a, a long record of what it has been, mm-hmm. and it, I have some of my highest testosterone readings
0: right now that I've ever had. Yeah, and, and that doesn't surprise me because, see, it's amazing, you know, when you started and where you are right now, presently at your age, because. You know even better than me, you know, all this stuff we're talking about was scoffed at for years. Uh, it doesn't do anything. You you made the great mention of being muscle-bound, and I, I remember reading an old article, bound to have muscle, all that stuff. You know, you talk about anything. You, you can go through the whole lineage of, it doesn't matter who it is, from Arnold all the way through to Bill March, you know, you name them, all right? I don't care what they say because you'll hear a lot of stuff about it. Well, they're all taking Diana Ball and this and that. I got it. I got it. But that's not what this show's about at all, today or ever. It's about getting out there and doing hard work. It's about creating these standards and patterns where you do physical culture for the rest of your life. I said this before with friends of mine you'll run into. I didn't just do it for the hell of it. I didn't go and do it for a couple of years and say, well, I'm going to get married now and this and that, you know, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, I'll tell you right now, I've gone out with enough women. I haven't been married, obviously, and I don't have kids. But I'll tell you this, no woman's going to want some guy that she's either been going out with for a few years or marries and it's vice versa where they look like crap. I'm telling you right now, and I would be embarrassed to bring that upon my wife, my girlfriend, or we get married and have a family. Why? And I, 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 I told a couple clients right now that we're really trimming a lot of weight off them. Is this? Remember this, kids. Here. And listen and watch more than you ever think you could. And I, what is it, the first uh, seven or nine years of their life is basically formulating their mind. So if all they see is mom and dad eating donuts, or you know feet up on the table, not doing anything, complaining, oh I can't even bend over to get a bag of groceries now. Let's have them delivered here. And Clarence made the great fact too. Everything's got to be easy. Everything's got to be quick. Well, I'm the I'm the complete opposite of that. Before Clarence and I came on, I was talking to our pal John McCain, and we were talking all about that stuff. I think a weightlifter, physical culturist, it doesn't matter what age you are. Once you buy into this and become part of it, you don't want things easier for you because Clarence said that. You know, with the testosterone, you want to be out there in different. Now, the weather here in the East Coast, you know, you got four seasons. I love every season, but I love the winter the most. Most people look at me like, what's the matter with your head? I'll tell you why. I like going out there. The other day I was out there, I mean, I had nothing but a cut-off T-shirt on and a pair of shorts. You know what I was doing? I was rolling around the snow out there, getting nice and cold. You know my attitude about cold water. I get in and get as cold as I can. I usually stay in there for 12 minutes, minimum. All right? Why? Because it creates a condition in you where you can take things that are getting thrown at you. Because if you can start lasting and things like that, what is going to stop you on the outside? And those are the things we're talking about in today's show when I say just the facts. These are all facts that I've come up with With Clarence has Facts I've lived, facts I'm doing. I want to lend this to everyone, like Clarence, to say, okay, if you like what we're talking about, go out and investigate it. Write it down. Contact people. You want to get all the facts. And then what I say, which is most important, take all that information and formulate it the way you want it. And it doesn't matter. And don't wait for the perfect time. There is no perfect time. Clarence said it in the beginning. Start. It's all yours, Clarence.
1: Well, one thing to remember is there's many different ways to exercise. Yep. So when you're on, a, on my website, you see what I do. I, I explain what I do and why I do it. But I don't tell people to do exactly what I do. Right. I encourage them to read, read what I, about how I do things. And then think about it, and then try to adapt it to what works for you. And, and people disagree with me, and I say that's fine. You should yeah. do what makes sense to you. You won't find me rolling around in snow anyplace. place. <laughs> you. It doesn't work for me. Right. So, but but you have to think for yourself. The more you, the more knowledge you have, the more. The, the more understanding of how fitness works, how motivation works, uh, how to do things and keep doing them, and when you kind of top out on something, you find something else. Like I did when I topped out on Olympic lifting to move on to bodybuilding, then move on to uh, to indoor rowing. Yep. Uh, and there's just there's always so, something, but you've got to keep finding things that that make you wanna exercise and you have, when you see, see success, you know that it really does work, then it encourages you to go on. So, But it's one step at a time. Keep looking and you realize that, that a goal achieved is a goal lost. So you have to get a new goal. You have to keep getting new goals. When you succeed, then you get new goals. Things that excite you, it doesn't have to excite me or excite you. It incites the individual and that's what you're looking for, but you have to, it's a, it's something you have to work at and understand and, 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 and do it.
0: Mm. Well, and not only that, you know, as you talk about your progression through all the things you're doing and behind what's be, what was behind you is this, I believe I can't speak for you and I'll ask you that. I, in my own instance, I do believe there is an innate intelligence within me and I don't know whether it's just I'm thinking it or it's coming to me. There's been so many things that have come to my mind that I went after, and maybe I just thought one thought and I waited for it. When we, when I first, when I was getting ready to launch Motivation Muscle, it'll be six years next year. I couldn't. I, I was trying to think of a name. What would be a great name? What would be a great name? So what I did is I went. I would do it a couple. I do. I did it for like a week. Before I fell asleep, I said, "What would be a great name for my podcast show?" Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. One night, and I know I, I I'll never forget it. Three o'clock in the morning, I bolted up out of bed, and I said, "Motivation and Muscle." I wrote it on a pad because I kept the pad right next to my nightstand and clock. And I wrote it down. That's how I got motivation and muscle. So anybody that tells you that you can't come up with what you want is not somebody you want in your circle. Motivation muscle strictly came out of putting that literally in the atmosphere because there's energy. Go ahead, Clarence. You're going to say something? I
1: I can completely identify with that. You've got to realize that your brain continues to to work, put yep. things together, connect ideas. Yep. I have that. I have the notepad by my bed. I'm <laughs> I forever waking up and writing it down. If I don't write it down, I can't go back to sleep because I keep thinking about it. Exactly. Another thing, just getting up and going on a walk, some of the best ideas come yep. while you're walking. Yep. The brain is putting these things together. It's constantly doing that. And what you say is, is an innate ability, I think it's just this process that your your brain is putting thoughts together. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the one of my strong points that I connect ideas. That's how I'm able to write these articles every month, new articles, new stuff. But a lot of it is putting together things I've written about before, and I make connections. Um, but that notepad alongside your bed—that's yes. very. Important. And yep. I, I've heard many people say that, and it, it, it's it's documented. There's no question about it. Yep. Your brain keeps working, and you just got to go with it. And-
0: well, I'll tell you another thing I do. I have a little recorder that sits in my pants pocket no matter where I go, and I bring it out even when I'm training. Because when you talk about being very enlightened when you walk, which I do that, and I've come up with things, But I have found at times when I'm training out there, my mind is on such a different plane that I've come up with ideas that, like you said, if I don't write them down quickly or I don't record them, sometimes I'll forget them and I don't want to do it. Because what I do, I'll come up with an idea and I'll go back to training. So it's been overlapped now. And it's very interesting how your mind connects the dots. But the main thing when you're going to do stuff like that, you have to come up with an idea. The idea is pertinent for you to find the answer, and you will get the answer. You will, I promise you, you will get the answer. But once again, Claren- Clarence, we go to this. Where is your faith and belief in yourself? That's what you got to ask yourself. Are the little things in life going to defeat you? Are you going to let people around you tell you you can't do it? Because sometimes your friends and family can be the worst. The worst. They might mean well, but I'll tell you what. There was. I wish I remembered the speaker's name. I remember him saying that if you walk through a cemetery... You'll hear so many people say, I wish I only did this. Don't go through life like that. Don't wait till your end days and say, you know what? I wish I consulted Clarence on dot, 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 dot. Or I wish I listened to Eric and Clarence on Motivation Muscle because I just found out about them. And that might sound far-fetched, but it's not. Don't wait till you can't do anything anymore. As my father said, take the bull by the horn. And go after it. It's very, very important to see yourself as important. To see yourself as more than just flesh. All right? Because I've said this and I'll say it at the end of this show. I believe everyone is a genius. The problem is they've been told they're nothing. Nothing. I got news for you. You're more than something. And you have the ability to do great things. And if you listen to us for the rest of the decades we're going to be on, especially in 2020, I promise you, I can't do it for you. But when you listen to Clarence and I and so many other people in this family, I promise you, if you do what we tell you, and as my dad said, take the bull by the horns, you're going to have success like you've never, ever, ever had in your life. I promise you that. It's all yours, Clarence.
1: Well, I think it's important when you're thinking that way to remember that you should focus on things that that you're good at, focus on your strengths, not so much on your weaknesses, because that's where you're going to go forward. And when you attempt something, it's important that you succeed. And if you focus on your strengths, you get better and better. But something that interests you, might not interest me and vice versa. So you have to think about moving forward in an area that, um, that you enjoy and what works best. There's a, a, a school of psychology called positive psychology. I think I mentioned it the last time we talked, but they focus, focus on your strengths, not yep. trying to cure your weaknesses because maybe a reason why you have a weakness, you're just not good at that. So don't mess with that. Focus on what you do well, what you enjoy and focus on your strengths.
0: No, without a doubt. And the thing is, well, like I'll say right here, you know, you and I are exchanging great ideas and thoughts and our experiences is this. I can't say this enough. All right. I want everybody to understand this because I know there's so many unhappy people out there. And I know, With Christmas coming and New Year's, there's an awful lot of angst out there. This is a hard time for my family. My dad's anniversary is Sunday the 15th when we lost him. But you know what? My father was the type of guy that would never want to see anybody sitting back and saying, oh, my God, my dad's gone. I don't know what I can do. My father would kick me right in the behind. All right? This is my point. I'm very blessed because I love what I do, all right? Am I where I want to be in a lot of things? No. But things are building to that, okay? You never lose hope when you keep thinking ahead, when you write down what you want, when you go out and listen and better yourself. And the thing is, everyone knows I've talked about Jimmy. You know, Jimmy passed away from muscular dystrophy. It was, it was crushing to see my brother in a wheelchair, I mean, he's facing me right now with the Hulk. All right? But once again, these are all things that you learn from. And one thing that I can tell you, and I've said this multiple times, is this. Those two people mean more to me. and Probably my grandmother, too. Everyone means big to me. But those three, and there's one thing I can say about Jimmy and my dad, and it might be a son and father thing. I never want to let them down it's very important it's very important you want to succeed you want to do all these great things and you would say well maybe I could take this little detour even if I wanted to I couldn't do it because I can hear my father in my ear I know it I know it I know it I know it and when I go down and see him and Jimmy this coming Sunday we will have a chat again And I know everybody loves to say to me, well, they're not there. Well, they're there in my mind. All right? And if you want to do the things, if you want the facts, if you want to love what you do, and I sure as hell do, and I am blessed for it. Believe me. I don't take anything for granted. One thing I do take for sure is this. Not only am I the luckiest guy in the world to be doing something I love to do and to keep growing with it and to meet people like Clarence and other people coming in here, and you're learning from each other, and you're growing a relationship with people that matter, this is what it's all about. This is why my dad, and I know he knows, and Jimmy, they'd be so proud of me. I'd love to have him sitting to my right and left right now. And the same way with John Ridge I talk about at the end and Frank Klein. Men's men that were good to people, but boy, oh boy, you knew where you stood with them. And to me, that is more important than anything. Know where you stand. Clarence, uh, summarize everything, give out all your info. I'll give mine. And please hang on the line, and we'll set something up for 2020, my friend.
1: Well, what I said before to go to our website. Uh, one thing you'll find there that you won't find any place else is there is a pictorial starting when I was 15, going all the way to 82. Nice. All the way through there, uh, I don't think anybody else has ever. They, they may have done it, but nobody, I've, as far as I know, has documented it. So you can see those pictures showing that I maintained my fitness and my muscle mass over all those years. And every birthday, we we write an, an article, and I we I post. We just in the last month or so posted photos of me after turning 82. And I started doing that when I was 76. So I have the photo at 76, and then the photo at 82. And, and you'll find there's not much difference.
0: Yeah, it
1: just shows what's what's possible. And there's just a lot of stuff on that website. We we do telephone consultations. We have people that come and spend the weekend with us. We have 10 books. We have three DVDs. So we sell things, but but the website is free, as you were saying, your website. Yep. We don't charge. We could, I guess. Um, but we weren't smart enough to do that. But we do it <laughs> because we love doing it. Yep. Because... You're we're constantly learning new things that just as as exercise becomes more and more the thing that doctors everybody recognizes that that's the best medicine there is is regular exercise no pill no nothing no shot no <laughs> testosterone pill <laughs> yep. do for you what what exercise will do so we're learning more and more about what it does and they're just I, I used to worry about having a new topic, but they're just not, I don't, people send me these things. I don't generally find them myself. They tell me about it. And then I connect it with other things and, and find something to write about. But anyway, we're very proud of that website. Mm-hmm. And we have, we have visitors from all over the world. Um, and we hear from them. I have a, on our index page, there's a visitor comments and you'll just see people from all over from Germany, from uh, some places I don't even know where they are. Yeah but, yeah. but people so we know that all over the world they're coming to our website. And uh, that of course I'd encourage us all the more to do the best we can and and, and keep explaining the benefits of what we're about is self help. What you can do to help yourself.
0: Yep. You know, um Really, you are a pioneer, and as I said before, it's gentlemen like you or ladies, we want to get them all in here because these are perspectives of people that were in a time when it was much different. Um, probably you could argue the fact even better than where we're living today, because there's just way too much information for me, but that's why we did this show today. And I hope in the future, we're going to do many more where we're going to decipher information and break it down and say, okay, you're doing this, this, and this, well, why aren't you just doing the the squat, you know, parallel squat. So these are the things that really matter if you want to grow, And you see the lineage of Clarence right up to 82 years of age, that's something you pay attention to. And that's why we do motivation and muscle, because in my opinion, it will always be this show will go national radio show down the road sooner than later. And you wait and see what we're going to pull off then. We will be the go-to for everything, and I promise you that. This is Motivation Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Go out, well, we'll start this off. If there's a show you'd like Clarence and I to do, go out to Fiorello Barbell at Nicap.RR.com. and I'm sure we can come up with anything you want. Also, too, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. And we got a five-star review for everything. We thank you for that. Don't forget to go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com and MotivationMuscle.com. Everything is there for you to get involved with. And if you believe in these shows and you believe in what we do here, please contribute to us because it costs money to run this. And we'll do. I'll do it no matter what. It doesn't matter. But the point of the matter is, If you really believe in what we do and you want to be involved with us, that is one of the easiest ways to work with us because it goes right into my PayPal account. And that's where it goes right into the business. Also, too, um, we are on Spotify and uh, Google. podcast. We're also, let's see, well, I think that's where we are. Oh, we are an AHA directory pronounced aha. You get Eminem in your car 24 seven. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can inspire your life to do the most fabulous things you could ever imagine. Five words. That's all you got to do. That's your strength. If you're a big, strong guy or woman, don't be afraid to take the time to help somebody out you'll get yours believe me i wouldn't i wouldn't hesitate 1 second also as my mom said when we were kids never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day you never know what people are going through once again a kind word doesn't hurt anyone Okay, that's the way to think. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. That's for Paul Thor, our buddy in Wales. Also, too, the great Hoosah Steel Stone Crusher says in Blood Red, domination. We are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. Russell Furr, who's been listening to Eminem from the very beginning. When I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping through my speakers. It is now a tidal wave, brother. Higher and wider every day. I mentioned Frank Klein, my greatest college business professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad be a leader, not a follower, be a leader, not a follower, and I love my dad, and I miss him, believe me, but I will go down and honor him Sunday, he and Jimmy. Also, too, another great man who was like a father figure way after my dad passed away, John Ridge, my chiropractor, we lost him four years this past August to cancer, he'd walk everybody to the door, every patient, Open the door for them and say, keep smiling. Say that to yourself on a good or bad day or say it every day. I've said it before. It's called a paradigm shift. Go out and see what that means. This is what we're talking about, getting the facts. Getting the facts. Go out and teach somebody about a paradigm shift. Go out and experience it by saying, keep smiling. Be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a million of your friends about motivation and muscle. Etched in stone. Etched in stone for kids. Fiorello Barbell Company, because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We believe in you and we got your back. And don't be afraid to send out all the M&M shows like the one I did with Clarence here today. Send them to your friends. Listen to them with your family. I guarantee you things will change. Also, too, before I sign off with with uh, Clarence, remember this. You're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. And you're all geniuses. And anybody that is not telling you those things or doesn't want to hear it, You got to go find a new circle, folks. And if you really want to get ahead and be 82 years old and still cranking it out, you heard it all today. That's how you think. Think for the good. Clarence, honor and fantastic show again. Thank you for being on, my friend. Thank you. You are welcome. So this show, I'm probably going to write the notes tomorrow. It'll be up near mid to late week because there's a lot of stuff going on and I've got to be out of the business for a couple of days doing other facts to make money to come in here. So it'll be up this week um, and uh, we'll just keep rolling from there because I believe Friday we got Dr. Wong on. We got Charlie Oliphant from Scotland Friday night. I have a double show with John McCain and Dr. Wong on Saturday, and we have the great Steve Cotter on with a Sunday. So we're pretty, pretty busy. So that's the way it is. I love it. So for Clarence Bass, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. You're going to enjoy this show, and like I said, share it with everybody you love. And even the ones you don't like, share it with them because they'll change with it. So have a great rest of the week and Clarence and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.